Welcome back to your Sunday Sports Show live on the air, live on Expression FM. Hope you're having a great, great day and hope you're enjoying yourself as well. See, we've already talked to, we've talked to Rugby League, we've talked to the American football guys, we're going to talk to basketball and water polo later on. However, I've missed out one key point to our Sunday Sports Show. The most important person, the Queen herself. And she is never going to be somebody who we forget on our shows. I welcome to you, the Netball Queen, Gracie Moore. How are you doing? I. Oh, I think you've muted me. No, you're, you're, you're back on. There you go. You're back on. I'm back on. You're back Hello, on. I'm doing, really, I'm doing really, really well. How are you? I'm doing amazing, thank you, Gracie. I mean, of course, my day is always infinitely times better whenever I have a conversation with you. So, honestly, me too. Oh well, lovely. It's lovely to see that the feelings mutual, Gracie. And I have to say one thing: it's it is more than it could have. It's I would could have the feelings. The feelings mutual on my side, and fingers crossed, it's more mutual on my side. Um, fingers crossed. I'm just, just slightly enjoying it more. Can I just quickly interrupt one Go. thing? I've never done this before, I'm going to do it right now. Go. I just want to give a shout out to Harry Craig. He's yes. listening right now. Yes. He's listening right now. He hasn't been able to make another Sunday sports show yet, but he's listening. He's so supportive. He's one of my closest friends. He always listens to all of my problems and all of my de- endeavours and dreams. Harry, thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoy the show and you learn a little bit about England versus South Africa today. I have to say one thing. Harry Craig, absolute legend as well. Part of the expose, part of the expose editorial team. One of my one of my close friends as well. Absolute legends. Well, I can't wait to maybe play with him later on in our well, well team that's not so successful in intramural netball for Nets Media. Cannot wait for that. But we've got a jam packed agenda today. Talking about two two key stories. One of them is going to be the test series between England and South Africa. But we're going to start off with another story first to kick off your netball section, which might be the final netball section of the year, which I'll tell you what, Gracie, brings a tear to my eye. Yeah, me too. And you know what? If it does happen next week, I will be in the UK. So uh, it will be. Yeah, because I'm coming home for the weekend for my wow. 50th birthday. Look at you. Back the week after. But if it does happen next week, there won't be a time difference. I will be live when you are live. In look at you absolute jet setter absolute jet setter look at you my word globe trotting absolute globe globe trotting gracie Moore. anyways let's go straight into our first story of this netball section let's stop killing time before we need to and the commonwealth games one of netball's centerpiece events in their international calendar is facing cancellation for the first time since the second world war as the gold coast has withdrawn its bid to host the 2026 games the 2018 hosts of the commonwealth games the gold coast had initially said they could step in to host the 2026 events after the state of victoria in australia pulled out in july due to cost issues but the federal and state governments for the gold coast and australia have now ruled out any plans of having a parachute hosting contract weeks after victoria pulled out of their 26 hosting duties alberta the canadian province also pulled out of the 2030 games leaving the future of the entire event in question 
Moreover, and this is the more important thing to talk about, financial troubles have been coming up again and again for the Commonwealth Games. The UK government, they'd stepped in to fund the 2022 event in Birmingham after Durban in South Africa was stripped of their event hosting rights and the UK was drafted in as an emergency venue. Of course, we all know it's hosted in Birmingham. However, these emergency hosts in the UK seems like they're not going to be continuing. As an insider, as an insider who spoke to The Guardian said that, quote, for the good of the games, it must be somewhere else. It is said that three nations right now are in talks to host and there's the potential option that the games could be moved back a year to 2027 to get everything in order. I think firstly, well, this is the end of Commonwealth Games, isn't it, Gracie? Sadly. Yeah, and you know what? I think we might have manifested this many weeks ago when we were we, talking about. We just might the have, yes. Games. We just might have, yeah. yeah. And the history of it and what it's rooted in and what it stands yeah. for. Formerly known as the Empire Games, it must be said. Yeah, that is pretty. It's pretty problematic. And I think that this might be partially the reason why people are so. People, I say people, countries are so reluctant to host their games because it doesn't have as much popularity as other international events like the Olympics and the Winter Olympics because of its roots. And I think that, you know, it's, it's going to always, it's always going to cause a problem, the fact that it is based around the British Empire. And a lot of people are against the idea of the British Empire. So why would you want to be reminding countries who are now, like, gaining their independence from Britain, oh, yeah, you're under our rule. You are under our British Empire. We took people from your countries and made them slaves. Like, why would people want to be reminded of that? They don't. And the games, even though it's completely inclusive, and you know you've got um, all kinds of sports on um, on display there, I think that you, you never forget the roots of the games. And yeah, I think that's what's causing the problem, and then why people are dropping out of their bids partially. Yeah. I mean, I think it's part of it. I, I think many people don't see the point in the Commonwealth Games because they just think, well, the monarchy's slowly dying a death, really. I think not many people value the idea of a constitutional monarchy in the UK or a head of state that's coming not from a country that they live in. But also, secondly, the Commonwealth Games compared to the Olympics, why would you care? Why would you care about the Olympics, uh, the Commonwealth Games, when you've got a World Cup and Olympic Games? other events like cricket for example why do you need t20 cricket when you've got the cricket world cup why do you care about rugby sevens you've got the rugby sevens world cup you've got the sevens world series why would you care about commonwealth games tennis for example when you've got the atp wta on your doorstep netball is in its own real problem though because of course it's one of the two key events in the whole calendar it's the world cup and it's the commonwealth games and that's it that just, yeah. that is it. You know, everything else that we talk about, like like the South Africa series, like the Quad series, like the Constellations Cup, whatever, whatever. That's all essentially stuff they do in between to keep games going. That's not what people go to to start off with. The Quad series is just a well, it's just basically a glorified friendly tournament. People care about yeah. Commonwealth Games in the World Cup, and right now, yeah. netball, international netball, might lose one of their two massive events. It's like saying in football, oh yeah, let's scrap the Euros and just play the World Cup. Honestly, yeah. this is a real is, problem for netball, isn't it's it, a, Gracie? It's a real problem. It's a real problem. And international netball came, I mean, as an England fan, for example, I know that obviously there's many countries that play netball, but as an England fan, they really, really came to the fore during the Commonwealth Games 2018. And that's how people know about 
England netball and how you know how much talent we really have as a country in that sport. I mean, again, using my example, I was speaking to Harry Craig yesterday and he was saying he doesn't know much about netball, but the one thing he knows he is he remembers watching the gold medal match on in the Commonwealth Games 2018 uh, between Australia and England and how much of a massive win it was. And as someone who wasn't a netball fan, like every, it touched to everyone around the world. And England netball specifically are going to be pretty hard done by because the Commonwealth Games is where their success blossomed. But obviously, every country in the Commonwealth that plays netball is going to have a big, is going to have a big problem. And you know, the World Cup is not like the football or rugby or any other World Cup that you have, where it lasts. You know, I mean, the rugby World Cup lasted nearly two months. The England, the netball World Cup lasts a week and a half, and it's so fleeting because it's every four years, like other World Cups, that it doesn't really feel like much anyway. So when you add that, that the fleeting feeling of the, of the netball world cup and the lack of other netball international netball throughout the year, other than test series and constellation cuts, which mean nothing. Um, you really have a problem. International netball fans cannot get their fix. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing if the Commonwealth games don't happen because it's kind of how I spend my Easter break every four years watching the Commonwealth games, watching the netball. Um, I guess we'll have to wait until the next World Cup. Or, as I said many weeks ago, maybe it's time that netball became an Olympic sport. See, this is this is the interesting thing, is that, of course, netball would work really well as an Olympic sport. There, well, there's, there, there's, there's two main issues. Firstly, A, nobody really cares about netball. That sounds like I'm being a bit rude, and maybe I'm no, being rude. It's it's valid. Tell it's me, valid. tell me, uh, good, good, Gracie, you always come in with these harder, kind of hard facts, hard opinions. I'm going to come with hard opinions too. But firstly, no one really cares about netball in Europe, mm-hmm. in, yeah. in, in, in the North Americas. No one really cares about it. It's just basically Southern Africa and, well, it's kind of Southern Africa. Oceania and Western Europe, not not yeah. even Western Europe, the British Isles. That's it. So I mean, that's it. Yeah. That's that's one problem. And the second problem is, that, as of course, any Olympic sport, you need to have both the men and the women involved. Now, a lot of the time, exactly. it's the opposite this issue. A lot of the time, it's the opposite issue, and kind of they don't have enough of a, an, an, enough of a women's section. And the same thing happened with uh, women's football, for example. That was only really when football came in Olympic sport was when women's football came into the fold. But bizarrely, it's the opposite now, and you've got barely any men's netball. And we talked yeah. about this as well a few weeks ago. We talked about the Fast Five World Series, which is a really cool, fun, kind of really cool, fun format of netball. Five players on the team. You've got kind of double, triple points if you get a shot outside the shooting circle. And of course, they have their men's section on that as well. And that's the problem now is that they need to get the men involved because right now they've got no chance of getting Olympics. Yeah, exactly. And I have heard quite a lot about the international men's teams and their success, but there aren't, as we know, netball among women isn't the most popular sport in the world. And then you add the addition of men playing netball and you've got even fewer teams, fewer international teams. I've maybe heard of leagues for men in England, Australia and New Zealand. And that is about it. I've not heard of any other, maybe Jamaica. Other than that, I've not heard of any other men's leagues. You can't have an Olympic sport. There's four men, teams. Where only four countries. Yeah. Only four countries play the sport. Like, no. This is what I'm saying. It's very pie in the sky. I'd be say, oh, netball should be an Olympic sport. It's very, very pie in the sky. Like it's a uh, a lot more difficult than just oh no Commonwealth Games. Let's just make it Olympics. Do you just do you I just have to do a World Cup every two years now? 
Is that what you have to do now? Just World Cup every two years? Maybe, maybe, because, but I don't know how that would work in terms of... The money. Where's the money as well? Where's the money money. for a World Cup every two years? If they had to pack the 2023 World Cup into, was it nine days or something ridiculous like that? It was, I think, between the 30th of July and to the 6th of August. It was literally a week. It was a week. It was a week, for cried out loud. But the problem is, is there was only 16 teams in the World Cup. And I'm pretty sure, if I remember rightly, eight years ago, in 2015, when it was in Cape Town, I want mm, to say, sure. there were 12. There were only 12. So as much as netball is online, the increase in terms of the, the countries that are now involved... Um, it's just 16 countries out of 200 countries in this world is a very, very... That's 8%. 8% of shocking. every of all it's countries shocking, in the world. It's shocking, isn't it? I know. It's, it's not... And I don't... I mean, I get it. I mean, netball isn't for everyone. It just hasn't touched the rest of the world yet. And maybe it will one day. But it's really difficult because it's the kind of thing where it's not niche enough to not have it at all but it's also not popular enough to have more international events that are easily funded. It's kind of sitting in a really awkward middle place in terms of popularity where you can't, you just can't, there's nothing to be done right now. It's just just sat in a really stagnant place. I don't know how it's going to be picked up. I think that other, maybe they're going to have to fill the time between World Cups with more international events, more quad series type games. I mean, do I care? Do I care about quad series or Constellations Cup or a test series being in South Africa? Personally, I love the quad series. Quad series, quad series is 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 the best of them all. But do I care about a four game Constellations Cup series? No. Do I care about three game series between England and South Africa? Well, yes, it's England. But if it wasn't England, if I was a neutral fan, would I care? No. Do I care about sixteen? Netball nation series between Singapore, Papua New Guinea, and (laughs) Uganda? No, I don't. I don't care I about this. That that nation's cup, that one. I didn't even hear about that one. As I know, fan, and that is something to be said. Like, I think that the Nets media team does have a very good chance against the likes of Papua New Guinea. No offense to any Papua New Guinea fans watching. Singapore international team against Papua New Guinea. Yeah, yeah I, think I can't that, wait I think to tune Nets into media, that. I think, I think Nets Media are going to run for their money, to be honest, we, with that net, with the netball I, skill. I and, can't um, wait to tune into that. I mean, But that, that's my point, <laughs> is that unless you have like a bunch of European qualifiers, so you had maybe kind of the European tournament and the, and the North American tournament, and you managed to cobble together, I don't know, let's say... Kind of, let's say you managed to cobble together 20 teams in an Olympic tournament. But this is, th- this is the other bigger problem, is that they, kind of, they're already, kind of, to use a to use the term stat padding a bit in the World Cup because this is the issue. You've got four teams in the Netball World Cup, England, Scotland, Northern Ireland and Wales. And in the Olympics, that four become one. So that means you've already lost three teams. So you've actually got 13 teams. It's 13 um, teams you, in the Olympics. You, I'm telling you right now, in a selection process... Of like Great Britain, yes, um, I know not, this. You're not going to have any players from yes. Wales, Northern Ireland, or Scotland in that team. They're all going to be England players. Well, I was going to say this. I was going to say this. Kind of, we've we we've got a lot of love for Welsh netball. Could have a lot of the girls from EUNC mm, have course. gone to the well now the Cardiff Dragons. used to be called the Celtic Dragons. And could have if you're a player in Wales, Northern Ireland, you've got Bob Ope of chance. Could have you've 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 got Bob Chance now of getting into any Olympic team, have you? Because you've only yeah. got you've you've only got space for eleven players in the squad anyways. 
the fact that you're going to be competing against people who have nearly 100 caps as a, play, as a player in Wales, for example, who maybe has 10, 20 caps for Wales, you're not it's just it's not going to happen, is it? It's just not. I wish and netball was run be better. Be I wish netball Me was too. run better because it's, a, it's a great sport, but it's just you're just just killing the sport, killing it. It's terrible. It is really bad. I don't understand because it's gained such popularity over the last ten years or so, and it's only going. I'm hoping it's only going to continue on that traje- trajectory. But without the help of these countries, people dropping out of the Commonwealth Games, like as much as the Commonwealth Games isn't just netball, it has such a, a massive impact on the sport. And there's, I can't think of examples, but there's probably other sports in the Commonwealth Games that aren't as popular outside the Commonwealth Games that need mm. that exposure in order to for their like their revenue, like international yeah. sports. I could think of and, one that'd be hockey. Hockey, I think. Yeah. Hockey's an hockey. Out, hockey's the same as netball. That their big event is basically the Commonwealth Games. I mean, no one is watching the FIH hockey world cup and i, no, I don't yeah. i can care less yeah. really it makes me sad about netball i love i mean i love the quad series but the quad series is probably the only thing that interests me um well, not, i mean not really i mean i'll watch all international netball if i can although that's, that's a different story about how it's completely inaccessible for people who don't have sky sports also but it anyway... didn't also quad series doesn't even grow the game because it's, it's not no. the four biggest teams so if you're a team like scotland wales mm. Um, who else? A team like Northern Ireland, Re- Republic of Ireland. Kind of going a bit further out. If you're a team like um, kind of one of the one of the Caribbean teams, like Trinidad Tobago, Barbados, for example, Sri Lanka, you've got no hope of getting those events, have you? No, exactly. And it's always. I mean, up until this very point, because I only thought about it yesterday when I was um, I was talking to my netball coach at home, and he was asking, he was telling us about the when the matches are on, and that they're in Wembley actually, which is really exciting. Not in the Copper Box in London. They're yes, in Wembley, Wembley yeah, Wembley Arena, which is really exciting. I've only been to Wembley for netball once, and that was in 2014. But um, anyway, he was saying, oh well, here's the quad series, and you've got matches between Australia, New Zealand, England, and Uganda, and it only hit me. That are every single year of the quad series has been England, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa. But now that Uganda, but when when Uganda hit fifth yeah. in the World yeah. Cup yeah. Um, this summer, just gone. Now that puts them in that place. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know what happens with Jamaica because Jamaica came. Jamaica were in there, but they also, seem to Jamaica be... are a better team. Jamaica are a better I mean, team. Last, I, last time I watched the quad series in the copper box in 2020, and it was Jamaica in yeah. the mix. But I'm not sure maybe Jamaica have got their own stuff on, my like own events going on, like domestic events, I'm not sure, but it's going to be exciting, I think, to see Uganda instead of South Africa. And that's one example, as you're saying, of growing the sport, because yeah. Uganda obviously now labelled the best team in Africa as of this summer. Oh, um, Wi-Fi's gone, I'm just going to talk over, because we've got Australian some... They're going back on now, sorry, sorry, Gracie. <laughs> the Wi-Fi oh, dropped yeah, out, and it was just, and oh. it was dead air, so I was just trying to basically... Make sure we won't get fined. Keep going. Fine. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, keep okay, going. Gosh. Sorry, don't worry about it. I don't want to get you fined. No, you won't. Um, it's just like, it, it was just it was um it was uh, dead air, so I was like talking over the top of it, sort of thing. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. Dead air. I'm sorry, dead listeners, air. for the dead air. It's not your fault. Nice, it's your own fault. It's your own fault. Don't worry about it. Keep going, Gracie. <laughs> Um, the fact that it's always England, Australia, New Zealand, it's fine for me as an England fan. Sure. But imagine you're a fan of Jamaica or a fan of um, any country that's kind of up there but not in the top five. Malawi. Malawi. How are you, Barbados. How are you, 
yeah, Barbados, how how are you how are you consuming netball? If you're well, yes, not, the are you? Cup? And not. and the worst thing is is that they don't even have the domestic league because the domestic leagues are only in Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, and England. Yeah, that's it. That's it's it. It's mad. It is mad. Oh my word! It makes me angry, Joseph Terry. I need I need more netball in my life. I'm hungry for it. How can I calm you down? Um, let's talk about the England-South Africa matches this week. What a segue. What a segue. <laughs> Although, to be fair, is this going to... I love a segue. I love a segue. To be fair, though, is this going to actually kind of calm you down and make you more angry and more nervous? I don't know. England-South Africa had their no. test series. We'll see, Gracie. We will see. We'll see. England-South Africa, three-game series started off earlier on this week. England won the first game 54-51. And then South Africa... Came back with a last-minute win, 61-59. Two goals in the last 30 seconds, clinching it for the Proteas. My word, this is a really close test series, this, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I knew it was going to be like this. I didn't think I did predict this last week, to be honest. Um, but as I've said, a lot of it, is for me, is down to the selection choice from the England team. Um, and it's Good or like, bad selection? What's, what, what's um, your take? Not bad. Not, not good or bad. Neutral. I think I know what they've done. They're trying to get less experienced players more game time. Because obviously this, this match means nothing in terms of international netball, in terms of the standings. Like, it won't change anything. So why not get younger, inexperienced players more experienced against a top five team. Well, they're not top five anymore. Top six. Top six, not yeah. Top five anymore. Um, why not get them more experience against against um, big teams before big events like the World Cup? Or, dare I say, the Commonwealth Games, which are in... Which might not alert. happen. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows about that? Maybe I won't be saying the Commonwealth Games from this point on. Maybe I'll just be saying the, the World Cup. Yeah, the World Cup. Yeah. The but, um, I years. think that the selection choice was definitely interesting. I think that the girls have done, the England girls have done very, very well to win the first game and to get so close in the second. I mean, it's interesting. And it's, even though they've lost the second game, to me, it's great how Jess Delby, the England coach, has the choice of putting all these fantastic, all the most experienced, you know, 50 plus cap players in the team. Or she can use a set of young, fit, fresh leg players. It's really cool that she has the choice. And I like how she's made the choice of using the latter because they need the experience. And if they're going to want to start winning games against Australia, New Zealand, Jamaica, these players, they need this experience. They need the loss. They need they need it, really. They do need it. Of course, Jess Thurlby, who's just signed a contract extension, I believe, 2027. So she's going to be staying in the hot seat for the next few years until 2027 at the earliest. Again, it is... And- Sorry? And yesterday, congratulations! She's definitely not listening to this, but congratulations to Jess Thelby because of his, as of yesterday in the England South Africa Africa game, she became she it was her fiftieth game as the head coach. So congratulations wow. to Jess Thelby. That is a that's long incredible. time as head coach as well. If you think about how many it games is. there's been, could have, that's got to be at least four or five years, hasn't it? I mean, I think the last time, Tracy Neville was the previous head coach. I think she left after the World Cup in 2019. So yeah, yeah, wow, wow, that's a yeah long long run as head coach yeah. for Jess Thelby she's excellent she is she amazing is. I actually met her in Waitrose in Stratford tell me how well I was at well it's not weird at all I was at the my mum for my birthday in the summer bought me shout out to mum she's not listening but shout out to mum shout out to mum <laughs> shout out to mum yeah. and all 
Love you, mum. Uh, anyway, she um, bought me tickets for the Super League finals. Um, the last few games, uh, Loughborough Lightning, Manchester Thunder, London Pulse and, sorry, Storm. And we went to all those matches and the grand final. And obviously, just though we was there because she is the England head coach. She's going to be at the Super League games. So we were buying a little meal deal in Waitrose before our uh, for our games, before heading into the, into the Cobbox Arena. And I was like, oh, my God. I always noticed a fellow tall queen out and about. And I was like, she's a tall queen. And I looked and it was the head coach of England netball buying herself some prawn cocktail crisps. And I go, oh my God, mum. <laughs> oh, need a my word. <laughs> like, and I was like, of course I'm not going to go and ask her. I need your help. So she <laughs> went to ask her. She's like, excuse me, my daughter's a really big fan. Can she have a photo? And I have a photo. I'll send it to you later, Joseph Terry. It's I cannot photo. wait to, to see this photo. She is the loveliest lady. She gave me a hug. Oh. She was like, are you games? I was like, yes. She asked me who I was supporting. I said, London Pulse. She was like, why? I said, I don't know. I just live closest to them. So I suppose Yeah, sound, sound. Yeah. So uh, oh, I yeah, love that. She was lovely. And Netball oh. is such a friendly, welcoming, inclusive yeah. sport. Also, yeah. can I just say, the biggest troopers in the world are netball mums. We all know this. We all yes. know. We all know that netball mums <laughs> are the biggest troopers, and they make everything work at least once, don't they? Could have, they yes. can. They can. Could have, the world is ending, and then a netball mum will go in there and just sort it out, won't they? Oh yeah, the amount of times my mum has saved the day last minute before a match, finding umpires, yes. finding people to help. Well, I know what you mean. Umpiring themselves, who knows? Yeah, standing under an umbrella on the court when it's pouring with rain, like rain or shine, <laughs> she's there watching me. Oh. She would, never been a, there's never been a match that I've played at home in Slough where she hasn't watched it. Except yeah. when she had COVID, she was really ill. Other than that, she's, there's never been a match that she hasn't come to. And yeah. I think that's loveliest thing apple mums is it's a culture it's it like is. football mums but yes. less hooliganism yeah less less hooliganism I, I i should say don't know if she's listening or not i don't know if she's at work <laughs> right now but um but thank you mummy thank you thank you lisa terry thank you mummy for uh thank you, going lisa. around what lisa, lisa you have a wonderful son and he does an oh, incredible job at this radio crazy. show and you thank should you. be very very proud of him but uh my my um you know what i'll say it because that's that's what i call her all the time but kind of I call her Mummy, and uh, and um, but uh, Mummy, Mummy followed me around every single cricket game I played. Um, and um, the funniest thing is, is that she 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 was she was still basically learning not the rules of cricket even by the time I was about fourteen. <laughs> um, but 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 she just she 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 just followed me even even if I was doing countless number of times kind of playing playing a random game at seven o'clock in the evening during the, during yeah. the summer holidays or driving me to somewhere random across across Sussex, oh uh, which is which which is pretty bad in cricket terms. But yeah, love you, mummy. Love you. Um, why, that was the thing. How have you got to that? How have you got to this? Let's go back to I this didn't... game. Let's, let's go back to this series. I mean, again, love you, mum, but still. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, mum. We're moving on now. <laughs> oh, I lo- oh, well, I, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to give her a phone call later on anyways. Um, South oh. Africa, they're actually stronger than people think they are, aren't they? And yes. are, are South Africa actually better than we were saying they were kind of did we write them off oh uh, maybe sorry south africa maybe i did um i don't know i mean but, but i did too so you're not alone yeah and i mean they are fantastic i knew they would be i knew they'd put up a good fight but they've been quite inconsistent the last few years with how they've performed against england and uh, i mean in the world cup losing to uganda nobody was expecting that so uh, that's why I kind of was going off that a little bit, which I probably shouldn't have done. 
but I was kind of going off the fact that they lost to Uganda, which in reality shouldn't shouldn't have happened I mean, in the World Cup. The Sheik Cranes are, are are a good team, but then they they shouldn't be beating the South Africans. They shouldn't no, be on paper. They've come out of nowhere. The Sheik Cranes yeah. have come out of absolutely nowhere. I'm not sure how. I'm not sure how long it will last. I'm not sure, you know, what if it's maybe one or two players propping up the team. I'm not gonna lie, I am putting it on the six foot seven goal shooter. She is incredible. But it's a part fairly of good attribute it. to have though, that fairly good attribute. Every single year in the Super League, Mary Chohok, her name is, she yes. wins the, the shooter with the most that gets the most so goals. Good. Every single year. Golden goal. And you can't tell me that, that if you can't tell me that if they didn't that if Uganda didn't have her, they would perform just as well. Oh my word, you I know. I know, I know, I know. I mean, kind of, yeah. I suppose kind of, that's the one thing that's kind of you're trying to rely on is that one day if you if you manage to get there, you can just be a, a, just be an ace shooter just with your height or whatever. Although saying that, you've said that you're actually not that tall for for, for netball girls either. Oh no! <laughs> Again, I've got a couple of photos to show you. I can't remember what the other one I was going to show you was, but the other one it was the uh, went... the other one was Jess Thurby. Oh yes, the other one is when I went to Australia in 2019 for my netball tour with my school, and I came across a school in Melbourne. Every single one of them was taller than me. Every single one. And for reference, Gracie's about six foot five, four? How? Me? No, six foot one. Six foot one, sorry. Excuse me, excuse me. You are putting me excuse as me. free spaces Excuse me, excuse me. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Excuse oh me. my gosh. Six I foot mean, one. I'm not sure I'd do it. Well, maybe with a pair of heels I would be. To be fair sure though, I mean, I say that because I'm... Kind of, kind of, I say that because to me, as kind of standing at the tall height of... Five foot four. Everybody looks about six foot five to me, anyways. But, um, oh well. <laughs> that is so bad. I'm oh, actually well. very good at predicting people's heights. Unfortunately. Yes. So. Good idea. Good idea. Well, yeah. I have to test but, it. Um, that's the thing. Everyone, the, these girls in Australia, same age, um, and I was still, I was still, I was the height I am now when I was 16, and they were all taller than me. All of them, even the centre court players that are meant to be and you know, yeah. quick, nimble, and. and and agile, they were even they were the same height as me, like pushing my height. And I'm like, what is going on here? This is I've never met anyone that's taller in my what life. What are they feeding age. them? What are they feeding them? What's in the food? What are they feeding them in Australia? Hunts and spiders, I think. Hunts What's in the food? Uh, my, my word. Question is, Gracie, who do you think wins the decider in this series? Oh, then I don't know because not even like it's not even like either the wins have been really convincing either, which is the problem. But I'm gonna. Maybe controversially going to say South Africa, Ooh. just because I think the way that they put into the post in the last thirty seconds of the match yesterday, it's going to give them that boost today to do it again. Um, and I don't know. I think they just stand a very, very good chance, and I think that England will have been rattled by yesterday's loss. So, uh, South Africa, I'm not rooting for you as such, but I think you may have it. Oh well, you're going to be betting against your team, aren't you? And that's a I know. It's not something you do often, is it? You don't often do that, but sometimes you just have to, don't you? Well, Gracie, I've loved this chat. And uh, if this is the final time that we are chatting before the Christmas break. Yeah. Feliz Navidad. Have you got a a song lined up for after this, or can I request one you put on? Oh, let's have a look. What song do you want? Because I can try and have a look through our database for you. What do you think? Go for it. Can you put on Hung Up by Madonna? Let's see. Let's see if you've got some Madonna. Yes, we do. We do have it. Would you play that next? Yes, I can. I can, of course. (laughs) Just because I think now that I know that Harry's listening, I think that it'd be rude of me not to play that song because we we both know how much I love that song. I listen. It's been my top on my Spotify wrapped for four years and three years in a row. My word. Oh, well. (laughs) Hang on. Spotify wrapped is just 
doing absolute I've got to crazy get a life. stuff. I've got to get a life, Joseph uh, Terry. It's so bad. You've, you've got a life, you've got a life, Grace. Don't worry about I've it. Got a life, and it revolves around Madonna. Well, all I say is, uh, is Feliz Navidad, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas. Yes. Feliz Navidad a todos y a todas. Oh, I hope everyone has a lovely Christmas. It's almost I like you've been living to... in Spain. You've got a great Spanish accent. Yeah, it's almost like I speak Spanish, isn't it? It's almost like you speak Spanish semi-fluently, and I just don't imagine that. It's almost like at least you're trying, and that's the main thing. At least I'm trying, yeah. My French is better consistently, so that's that's yeah. my uh, that's my trump card at least. But uh, French is my next challenge. I don't think uh, I'll ever be able to get there. I'll have though. to I'll have to I'll have to try and teach you as, as uh, best as I can, Gracie. But that being said. <laughs> I'll see you soon, soon in New Year, Gracie, maybe. I mean, next week, hopefully, hopefully I'll see you next week, but if I don't see you next week, I'll see you in a new year. In a bit. Either way, either way, uh, have an excellent week this week. Thank you. I'll see you soon. I'll let you know how we're doing next media. In a bit. Okay, bye.